0: going on, guys? Matt White here with Jimmy It's another episode of Fit Business. What's good, brother?
1: I'm good, man. I'm good. good. Another day, another dollar, as I said last time. <laughs> I'm still working on that same dollar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, it'll come.
1: I'm trying.
0: <laughs> but literally, we, we were chatting offline about a topic, and and literally, I'm like, Jimmy, stop, stop talking. This is going to be today's topic. Um, yeah. It's a great topic. You know, we, we had someone lined up who's going to come on the show. It fell through again. We'll get the person on hopefully uh, sooner rather than later. But we don't have to talk about the specific brand that you tried or company that you tried. Right. Um, but we started talking about meal prep businesses and, and how you know different brands are launching their own line. Of, you know, how you all started. Frozen delivery, whatever.
1: How it all started.
0: Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you had a somewhat poor experience. You talked about it on doesn't your, mean anything. Your, your IG yeah. story. But I think a lot of people are looking for the convenience factor of these meal prep services, whether it's a local service or a delivery where people are it's local or nationwide Um, I mean, you come from a restaurant background, you know, food inside and out. What's on this whole meal, especially in our niche industry, where a lot of competitors are looking for that convenience factor where they don't have to plan their meals. They don't have to sit down and and figure out what to eat, when to eat it, go grocery shopping. What's your take on all of this?
1: I actually love it. Um, You know, again, my, my, my personal experience is, is, uh, wasn't that good and we don't need to discuss it, but that doesn't mean that it's still not a great idea or the companies out there aren't phenomenal. Um, I absolutely love the idea and think about it. How did meal prep start? How did someone start a meal prep business? And I tell you, I tell you from 15 years ago, I knew a trainer. That needed to make some extra money, and he was prepping his clients' meals, maybe one or two a day, just giving it to him. Hey, while you're at work, here's some meals. And to me, that's how I remember that person started here in Florida. So, so meal prepping is a convenience. It's there's no excuse to fail in your nutrition plan. Right. Uh, you, it's it's healthy. You're always eating. Uh, you're not starving. Um, I think. And again, someone. I think it it just evolved, evolved into huge business.
0: Huge. Yeah. I mean, I know locally, and, and you already said it. A lot of brands, and they're smaller brands. It's not you know the big brands that we hear in the industry these days. It's just little you know right. mom and pop you know, pop ups that are, you know, starting here, they work with the gym there, they deliver here, maybe it's local. Um, but everything was like made fresh, like the morning of these people would wake up super early. You know, they would go and they would make the meals that people ordered for the day, the week or whatever. And then they would physically go to the gyms, drop off the meals, have them put in the refrigerator, sometimes freezer, if somebody wasn't picking it up that day. And, and that's kind of how it it started. And then people started saying, wow, okay, this this is a good business model. It's making us good money. Let's expand. And then that's when they start shipping. Right. And I love the convenience factor of it. But we also spoke earlier how you're going to be paying for that convenience and and for that premium where you don't have to physically make your meals anymore. And I think shipping is where things kind of get dicey and difficult because Uh it's not an easy product to ship it's got to stay cold or frozen right and, right and that adds you know cost to the actual product itself so i mean a lot of these brands are doing a fantastic job i know when i've tried different meals different you know programs and services you know it's dry ice or you know heavily packed it's expensive with stuff I mean, and it was legit. Like I, ne- I never got a meal and said, "Oh man, I don't know if I should eat this." The the packaging is kind of you know sketchy. Everything was very professional, well done. You know, everything came frozen, whether it came from the West Coast, you know, the Southeast, wherever the case may be. Everything was done very professionally, and I the food I thought tastes great. Um, but again, it's it's that premium price that you're going to be paying for such a service, but. I
1: God, yeah, did I interrupt you? Again? No, it's
0: okay. Huh? I, I had a thought and then it <laughs> left me. <laughs>
1: I'm seeing that all the meals are between twelve and thirteen dollars. I mean $10, 12 and thirteen. <laughs> between ten and thirteen dollars. Uh-huh. All right. so here's where I here's where I find it very hard for me because I come from the restaurant background and because I have two chefs in the family, you know, Sh- chef Alex, my brother and my dad, you know, I, I can't eat it. I I can't, I can't eat it. I can't spend the $13 a meal um, when I can go to Costco and get, you know, three slabs of flank steak, throw it on the barbecue and, and, and cook it, you know, throw a bag of uh, baked potatoes in the oven um, and throw it in Tupperware. We're good to go, right? right. Um, but I do see where other people will pay the 10 to $13 because it's convenience. And if you really look at it, if, if you really look at it, you really put the time, put the electricity, Put the time to go to go shop, okay? You got a, you got a, a, a mother, uh, she has got a husband, three kids. Her time to go to Publix or whatever grocery store you have, you know, close to you. That's an hour, no matter what. Just parking, going in, taking one thing and coming out. It's at least forty-five minutes, okay? Yeah. So so that right there. Then you gotta drag your kids, or you gotta run around. Then you gotta go home. And you gotta cook it, then you gotta package it, then you gotta buy the Tupperware. Uh, you, you see what I'm saying? Then you gotta wash it. So if you look at everything, ten to thirteen dollars, you might be paying maybe an extra three dollars for a meal that you would have done by yourself. Yeah. Like, again, it's not your fresh meal, it's not something you prepared yourself. But if you look at the time, you look at the money, I don't think it's more than three extra dollars um, that someone's paying to have a ready meal. I absolutely loved it. Let gotta, me—I got to tell you—the reason why Tammy and I decided to to call on a company, and we actually went to the website and we ordered we ordered sixteen meals just to try. She was against it. She was totally against it because she felt like I'm here. I can cook it, you know. And I was was like, honey, you know, you you know, we work, we work and and you don't have to slave yourself at night, you know, just, just to cook. I said, let's figure this out. I mean, how, I mean, if you look at the money and we ordered 16 meals and let me tell you, I was like, yeah, this is good. Right. I, I loved the concept of the delivery of ready cooked meals, loved it. But when I ate it, it wasn't what I expected again. That's me coming from the background that I have. But I was excited, <laughs> okay? I was excited to have those meals in that we didn't cook it. We didn't have to go hunt it down. We didn't have, it was like, I love that part of it. And I think that's also encouraging and and motivating for others to actually spend time to go exercise. Right? That hour a day that they're they're dedicating into prepping those meals, it's their hour they can go exercise.
0: I I think it even goes one step further. I think it's the people who they they know they should be exercising and they do. I mean, any type of movement, any type of activity is going to burn calories. I think where a lot of people fall off the wagon is nutrition-wise.
1: They're right. like,
0: What do I eat? So I think from that standpoint, it's worth its weight in gold. I mean, A, if you can't cook, you know, or or you just refuse to. But if you don't know what to eat, having a service like this where you can pick and choose
1: a variety, variety
0: a wide variety. variety of stuff. Absolutely. And know that, you know, it's prepared in a way that is going to fit your lifestyle and your needs you know, it's not cooked with all the oils and butters and all that stuff. It's primarily steamed, you know, all the ingredients are purchased Mm -hmm. at that point, fresh, made fresh, and then frozen to be delivered. Um, but I think from that standpoint, it's, it's a total win for, you know, the general public, you know, mass media, um, to go out and utilize these services and, and, I almost look at it as a stepping stone, where if people don't know what to eat, you know, have half of a brain, they can at least realize, okay, this is what the meal I had today. This is what I had later. This is what I ha- have for tomorrow. In their head, they can go, okay, I can start preparing this. It's a grilled chicken breast. You know, maybe it's right. asparagus or right. a sweet potato or this. So they they start to understand what good nutrition looks like. If they decide to continue with the service, cool, more power to them. But I think it's a stepping stone and a step in the right direction to get them to live that healthy lifestyle that they've probably been looking for. And you know, I think more people should be looking at this type of service outside of our industry, right. the fitness and supplement side of of, you know, the industry as a whole. You know, it's not just for competitors. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people need to look to branch out and I don't expand think, their marketing.
1: Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's the competitors anymore. I actually think it's just regular 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 people with red blood cells. I mean, that's stupid. <laughs> I just, you know, it's normal people. I think they're doing these because there's so many businesses now that are food prepping. Um that I'm sure they're not making all their money off competitors. You know? I think Carlo was one of the first ones.
0: Yeah. He was. Right?
1: Huh?
0: Here's some information. Here's some information. Tell Siri I, to shut up. She's not
1: an on- My iWatch just, just went crazy. She goes, here's some information. I'm like, like...
0: <laughs> In case you
1: wanted to know. In case you wanted to know. Um yeah, I mean, I, I, I do believe Carlo was was um, uh, was one of the first ones who started this.
0: Yeah. And I mean, he started in in the restaurant business. yeah. And, yeah, he was and sh- it was almost like a side hustle that he was doing. if 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 memory serves me correct, Carlo used to have guys like Victor Martinez yes. coming into his restaurant. yes, and everybody would know, Victor, know exactly what he would want. And I mean, Carlo always made fantastic meals anyways. But he always knew what Victor would want, how he would want it. And literally, the only thing that Victor would have to do is sit down. And he already knew what was coming unless he decided to throw Carlo a curveball. But then that's where Carlo was kind of like, I can do this for – and it kind of started out with the competitors. I can do this meal prep thing and give – my yeah. friends, because that's what it was back then. It was just like a, you know, a group of buddies and he would work with them and, and do their meals.
1: Well, wh- while you're saying Carlo, give him a shout out.
0: Hey, car. I use Carlo's stuff at the Chicken Pound. Um, I mean, obviously, Carlo had previous businesses. He has other businesses, but his meal prep is now. Um... Oh, I don't want to butcher this. I think the actual meal prep is elite lifestyle
1: cuisine.com. Is
0: it, it is that what it is? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Okay, cuz I'm like I know he had that one yeah. and the one that I really liked was the chicken pound. The chicken pound. And, and literally all he does is he just makes bulk yeah. chicken breast. Yeah. And it's and it's cut up in the little pieces. Yep. Some of it, you know, is seasoned, you can get it plain. And what I liked about that was I could then decide to choose what, you know, Carbon fat sources. I wanted right. with it. I right. could just have the chicken. I could make my own rice. I could have a salad with chicken in it. But everything was fantastic that I tried. Uh, um, so shout out to Carlo with the Chicken Pound and Elite Lifestyle Cuisine. Yeah, he's a veteran in this business. Yeah, I mean, if you guys are looking to try something, I, I highly recommend anything that Carlo makes. He's a stand-up guy. He's a hustler. He knows his stuff. He has, you know, the the restaurant background. He knows the food industry like you and, and your family, Jimmy. And I, I just, yeah, I really respect what, what he's done and accomplished. Um, but I so mean. Does,
1: does, your, does your gym, well, you go downstairs to train. You don't even go to a gym anymore. Nah. So obviously your gym upstairs has a refrigerator full of food. All right, let's yes. go. Let me. So the. The. The gyms that I used to go to didn't have food. Didn't have food in them. And I believe that every single meal prep company should go out and purchase some refrigerators or freezers and put them in the gyms.
0: I absolutely agree. I think so. And this was—I'm dating myself now—but probably 15 years ago, um, when I was in the the gym atmosphere, you know, working, training clients in the gym versus you know in their home. Now, um, they they would do that, and and I can't think of the the business that went into the gyms where I worked, but they had a big double door refrigerator um they had all of their marketing materials it was branded in in you know their company and literally people would walk in right. say hey i'm here to pick up my meal open it up find the you know the packaging that has their name on it they would grab it and off they went right
1: some companies stick around and obviously they stick around for obvious reasons why don't these other meal prep companies stick around where do you think they go wrong, because a lot come and go.
0: I'm honest. It's that a lot of brands and companies don't want to hear. It, it, it's price-driven. I mean, we live, we live in a society where, you know, everyone's trying to stretch their dollar just a little bit further. And I think people will look, and unfortunately, fast food has, you know, kind of, established a sense of inexpensive food, even though right. it's low quality. I mean, you hear dollar menus, you know, $2, $3 menu now. Um, and people look at that and they go, wow, $10 for this meal or wow, $13 for this meal. I could go to Outback and for $10 get a steak and a sweet potato and have it made fresh and all of this stuff. And mm-hmm. cool, you can, but – it's it's more of a convenience factor of you don't have to go to that place, you just have it wherever you are. Um, but I think it's really price that are you that saying price that away.
1: let's just say you and I had you had your own uh, food prepping company and I had my own and you did the the steak the 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 steak for you know twelve dollars and I did the steak for fourteen dollars. Are you oh. talking about that I would go? I'm the one that's not going to make cause I'm at $14 or because it's $12 and up for, for the customer.
0: I think it's because it's the $12 and right. up. I mean, and again, we're not th- even talking about quality.
1: Yeah. But how come these other companies that are still around? How come Carlos still around? You see what I'm saying? Well, like what makes, what makes these companies come and go? For, we listen for companies who stay around for obvious reasons. They're around, whatever that is. All right, but why does a food prepping company fail? For shitty food, number one.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that's that's okay. definitely the, the first. Thing. <laughs> I mean, if your food sucks. Nobody's going to buy it again. Okay. Um, I think it's it's overall variety too. I mean, listen, when you start out having a. A wide variety of foods is expensive, yes. because if if you're buying things in bulk, right. things are going to spoil left and right if you don't have orders rolling right. in, which right. means you're just going to be throwing money away. I mean, obviously, the smart thing would do, you eat the food, right? Um, but you know, still, you're going to end up taking a hit for for the business. So if you don't have food that people are going to want, you're narrowing, you know the the wide scope of people that you can actually go out and and pitch but i mean i i think it truly comes down to the food quality and the price right if if the quality's there i think people will spend the money and i think that's why people like carlo stay in business Uh, but i think it also helps with the customer experience i mean carlo is a people person he's he's very well spoken I don't know anyone who talks bad about him, um, at least not that I have personally heard or experienced. So I think that comes with the relationship that people have had too. I mean, right now we're talking about Carlo. Will that help his business? Maybe, maybe not. But if nobody was talking about Carlo and his business, would that help his business? No, it wouldn't. So I think the relationship plays a role too.
1: So so many times – because you know because of beauty fit and mile labs and and you know access to my brother and stuff like that and warehouses that we have and kitchens access to kitchens that we have do you know it never came to me to ever start a food prepping business
0: which actually surprises me based right. off of your brother having right. you know the food truck you know and, and all this stuff i'm like you know what I, I thought literally you had something and you just no. weren't
1: telling people no you know why there's, there's really no money. If you do it right, if you do it right, there's no money. So I believe, and I'm just, just shooting it out there, I believe every food prepping company is a side job. Is an extension of something else. For example, Megafit Meals. Two Greek guys. They own gyms. How did they start Megafit Meals? They brought food into the refrigerators in the gym. Yes. And they expanded. See what I'm saying? It's like they already have the gyms. Uh, see, see I, I believe it's a side job because when I mentioned it to my brother, he's like, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. Between be, between the spoiling of the food to get it going, okay, uh, the prepping, the kitchen, the uh, I mean, just everything, just every, it has to be like, if we did something, an extension of, of beauty fit or mile labs or everything else, you know, that would have been, that would have been something, but I'm not going down that road now.
0: (laughs) I think anything that is perishable, that has a short, you know, lifespan, you know, date on it. I think it's harder to make money in that because you do have the spoilage, you know, concern. But like we talked about in the beginning, shipping, especially if you have to do dry ice or frozen, it has to stay frozen, refrigerated trucks, man, that stuff gets expensive. So you're absolutely correct in, at least in my opinion, from what you're saying that the margins that you'll make off of the business are very small. If you're looking to expand in terms of outside of your local area, I think having it local is probably a great idea but again like you said as a side hustle as an extra income especially if you own a gym and you're trying to find you know that that extra um you know revenue source that extra stream of revenue every month having that type of service would, would what i would do well, there's,
1: there's a there's another company here local that um you know johnny johnny gomez my my training partner whenever he wants to come in to get beat up he just comes and then leave
0: Hellcat Johnny or something. Yeah, on social yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We've been we've been friends for thirty years, man. It's uh it's amazing. We have an amazing friendship. Um, he gets fresh food delivered to his house four thirty in the morning. Okay, four thirty really? in the morning. By the way, he gets he walks out of his house every morning at four thirty to go train, and the food is sitting in front of his door. So, and I'm saying to myself that's fresh food the only way someone can do that if they want to start a business is, is go to a restaurant and say hey the kitchen's already here the food's already here let's cut a deal that's the only way i would see anybody trying to start a food service business
0: yeah
1: not build their own kitchen not rent a kitchen you know have a business an establishment of a restaurant and say hey let's let's do a menu you already have the chicken you already have the fish you already have this 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 and let's you know and and it would probably if they built the business it would probably help on the food cost too you know for the restaurant right so so again there's a side job there's the side i don't understand if someone says hey man i got investors because they came to me once and they're like listen you know i have investors Uh, We want to do we want to do beauty fit foods and do like the South Beach type of thing and go with the Publix. Right. Okay. And I said, it's interesting, but let's do the delivery first. And then once you do the delivery first, then you got some balls to go to a a, a different distribution, a a wider distribution. Right. You learn you learn first because there's a learning curve no matter what. And they put down numbers and it just didn't make any sense. And then my brother saw the numbers, and he's like, what, are you kidding me? He goes, these aren't real numbers. He goes, the food cost is, is, is over 30, 35%. It ain't going to work.
0: It's it's interesting that you said the start in a restaurant and have them work with you to create the meals. Um, up here, and I think they they might actually be in Florida now. I know they expanded out to Texas and a few other locations. Whether people love them or hate them, uh, an example that I like is, um, uh, shoot, the, the name literally just left me, uh, shoot, it's, it's, a uh, it's like a bodybuilder's yeah. dream restaurant in Jersey, uh, uh
1: muscle, uh, muscle maker,
0: yes, Rest- mu- muscle maker grill. Yeah. Oh my yeah God. They
1: were down here. They were down here, but they closed. Really? Yeah. There were like four or five of them and they closed. There's-
0: that's interesting yep. Uh, yep. because when when Rod started that in yep. Jersey, I used to go there anytime that I was in Jersey yep. with my distributor and we would eat there the food was amazing and it catered to people who yeah they lived a the lifestyle they want that healthy food. and it was literally like a meal prep delivery service but a physical location right And you know yep. then they started doing delivery and yeah. different plans and stuff like that and expanding so i'm not sure how they're doing now yeah. um i lost well, touch what with happened Rod. They,
1: they they started franchises mm-hmm. okay and the people who got franchises had no clue about the restaurant business none okay so i don't know what they pitched them you know they they pitched them they pitched, they probably pitched them like listen you get someone to cook to cook the meals on the grill someone at the register and you're good to go and the owners thought that the they wouldn't be able, they wouldn't be clacking in. You're in the food business. It's it's the only it's the worst business to be in because if the owner is not there, your your business is failing. In any business, if the owner's not there, you're going to fail. But when it comes to the food business, and that's what happened. I had a buddy of mine. He was um he he listens to the show. He probably listened to this one too. I'm not going to name him, but he's a really good friend of mine. He was in the stock market business, and he was making some good money. So he pulled me aside, and he goes, hey, I want to buy you lunch. This is seven, eight years ago, even more, even more. And he goes, what do you want to eat? I said, all right, let's go to Cheesecake Factory. It's right down the road here at Sawgrass Mall. We sat, and he goes, I want to open a muscle maker grill. I'm like, you're out of your freaking mind.
0: <laughs>
1: I said, you, he goes, I don't want to do the desk job anymore. I'm like, do anything? else what restaurant (laughs) right he goes he goes why i said you won't have a life you won't have a life right and and rick if you're listening um that's as far as i'm gonna go with the name and um so six months later he calls me up he goes jimbo i did it i got a muscle maker grill why don't you come and eat right (laughs) So, I don't know what happened. I got on the road those years. I was just traveling a lot. I never I never made it. I mean, he had UFC fighters there. Everybody was eating there. It was doing good and this and that. And calls me up, and he goes, dude, oh, my God. He goes, I need to sell this. Do you know anybody?
0: <laughs> this
1: wasn't that good, and he had no life. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. You know? But, again, it was he tried to do the meal prepping thing outside, you know, it's, it's just hard. The food yeah. business is very, very hard. You have to know the business. You have to know your food costs. You have to know how to order, where to buy your meat from, where to buy your chicken from, where to buy your lettuce from. Um, you know, my dad was used to buy when we had the, the Sea Haven in, in Weston, my dad would buy fish off the boat not from companies. He would go down to Davy and wait for the charter boats to come in, and he'd be sitting there with a stack of hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be and the and we're talking about like fresh fish, right? About uh-huh. three four o'clock, they're coming in, and he would come with ice and fresh fish. And he goes, "Put this on the blackboard special. It's fresh." Yeah. Right? And they, they, they would go crazy. But that's how we did it. So you have to know the business. And, and you know, talking about this, you have to know the, the food prep business. There's a lot of sodium in this food prep.
0: Very a lot. so.
1: so where where is that different from the frozen foods that we get at Publix? Right. Okay. So why? Why is there a lot of sodium? Have you noticed a lot of companies use peppers and onions, you know, to just to, to bring flavor? Oh why? If you have good meat and you cook it correctly, you don't need all that stuff. You know, I wouldn't do it. If I had a food prepping business, I would cook the food, I'll put a little salt and a little pepper and leave it alone. Then when it gets to you, the customer, then you can put it in the microwave and then put whatever else you want on it. Right. Right? That's what I would do. And if someone's listening out there, take that, take, take that advice take that suggestion because I gotta tell you every meal that I ate, I didn't eat all 16 of them I was done at seven okay too much sodium, my stomach was on fire from the onions and and all that kind of stuff and and I don't eat that stuff you know so you know but again the industry the concept is is great. I, I encourage it um, I think I think everybody needs to clean it up a little um if they could go to I, I I'd rather see them stay local yeah then 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 freeze it and deliver
0: yeah i I agree i think the way to go is plain yes. meals
1: yes yes
0: um you know plain chicken breast grilled chicken breast plain sweet potato steamed vegetables that's it. if you want to put your seasoning on you know the way that you like it cool but like you said i think that's another deterrent of why people Aren't buying certain meals because they look at it. They go, "I love the chicken. I love the vegetables. I don't like the onions." And and more times than not, those meal prep companies aren't going to be able to make adjustments. It's usually right there on the website. Right. Meals are shipped as shown, and because they just mass produce it. Correct. You know, it's like a production line. Out it goes. Um, but it's it's interesting that you said about the frozen meals in like Publix or grocery stores. I wrote an article not too long ago um, about that very topic, and I tied it in with meal prep business, where I think the old school like TV dinners that were so unhealthy, but everybody ate because it was the idea of Uh the convenience of having
1: that
0: Salisbury steak with the buttered corn and the mashed potatoes. That was the shit. shit. I man, if I would have been so fat if I would have kept eating that stuff. But but that's. My mentality of where this business could go. Right. I think we're going to see more places like Whole Foods, Publix, you know, any grocery store chain, I think we're going to see a movement of more healthy frozen options. Yes, you have the Weight Watchers and and all of these, you know, healthy foods and, and stuff like that. But I think it's going to be a couple big companies to market the hell out of the healthy lifestyle movement, create plain meals that, you know, maybe you have stuff on the side, but on the side, separate from the main meals that you can add on, sauces, onions, whatever the case may be. But I think it'll be so much easier to have that type of convenience because people are going to the grocery store anyways. Right. I don't know if there's anybody who would buy a meal prep service Every single meal. Never go to the grocery store, so you're not buying your your what? Literally, you don't go to the grocery store. Here's the
1: thing, I had told Tammy, if we do this meal prep thing, she ain't going into Publix again. There's if because if you're going into Publix, then there's no reason to do
0: this. A- agreed. That's where I'm getting at.
1: Right. So so if we're if we're if we're paying for meal prepping and you're still going to Publix, it doesn't make any sense.
0: So you would literally have to get. Your breakfast foods and and your you know lunch yeah, dinner type but things. But you have no snacks.
1: I don't do snacks anyway. Why would I do snacks? What am I, a kid?
0: No, but like you don't get like like fresh vegetables that you can just eat at night instead of you know, or you literally just eat meals. That's it.
1: Vegetables at night, like carrot
0: sticks. The fuck are yeah,
1: you talking about?
0: <laughs> am I the only weirdo that like yeah. would eat celery sticks or? What?
1: You or do. Carrots?
0: Yeah,
1: uh, I'm just gonna hang up on you. <laughs> oh,
0: Matt <laughs> got disconnected.
1: <laughs> you're breaking up. You know what I do at night when I'm hungry? Sleep. Either I make a Beauty Way shake or I make oatmeal—a a, a cup of oatmeal with Beauty Way in it—or I cook myself a freaking meal.
0: Where do you get or, your oatmeal or,
1: from? Or, or Tammy has some meals ready for me.
0: Where do you get Childs? your oatmeal from? You get. Are well, you making your oatmeal in your backyard? You got to get it from somewhere, right?
1: Yeah, but what what I'm saying is what I'm saying <laughs> what I was going to say about the breakfast was I'll go to Costco and I'll get 100 eggs. Okay. And I'll get two containers like my breakfast I would have it ready because I can boil 15 20 eggs, you know, and and have them ready. And then and then um and then sometimes what Tammy does which I absolutely love, she makes me these little egg McMuffins.
0: I saw them. They look, look good. they
1: good they're so good and sometimes i i feel bad because you know we work a lot man we've expanded we're working a lot and she wakes up every morning so i can eat them fresh i'm like baby just make make two dozen and just put them in their freezer she goes they're gonna go bed i'm like no they're not <laughs> no they're not you know so no freaking carrot sticks come on man but but there's no, there's no,
0: there's no, there's no. <laughs> but that's that's another thing that I think people end up stop using a service because they realize they're already going to the grocery store because if, if you think about the general public, they're drinking tea, they're drinking sodas, they're they're getting cereal, they're getting bagels and deli meat and stuff like that. they're already there. So for them, it's a toss-up. Do I get a meal prep service? When I'm still going to the grocery store, anyways, or you know, how right. can I make? This and then work? you see, so it, it's tough.
1: Yeah, and then you see Fresh Market, Whole Foods on Tuesdays, it's uh, the chicken's a dollar ninety nine, right? A pound or something like that. Yeah. So and you're like, well, dollar ninety nine a pound, I get five pounds. That's ten meals, you know. And basically, that's two meals of prep, you know, prep food. So if you start doing the math like that, then I mean, if you're going into a grocery store. I don't think there should be meal prep. I mean, you're just wasting your time. And then you look at the numbers, then you're like, oh my God.
0: Yeah. With anything, it's it's a numbers game. Right. So whether you value your time or your money more, depends on which direction you're gonna go. But you know, I would love to hear feedback from the people that are watching and listening. You know, do you use a meal prep service? Is it exclusive that you just use them? Are you going to the grocery store? Are you now thinking, like, why am I doing that? You know, it kind of makes sense. Why am I spending the extra money for the convenience? But when then i really not conveniencing get... myself by having to go to the grocery right. store anyways. Right. Uh, so, you know, it, we thought it would be a cool topic. You know, Jimmy started just talking about his experience and, and the food that he had. And we, and I was just like, stop. Let's talk about this. Because <laughs> it's it's a hot button right now in the industry. And I think the general public, if people who aren't in our world, Are watching this it might make sense to do something like a meal prep service or maybe we talked you out of considering it (laughs) sorry Uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) oops but uh, again you know we would love your feedback over on Facebook join our page we have you know what is it over over 500 people now that are something like that um, who are just engaging they're watching our content it's it's a community of like-minded you know individuals who have that healthy lifestyle mentality it's different cardiologists doctors pharmacists actual bodybuilders pro bodybuilders
1: consultants
0: you know, yeah i mean there's there are so many people that are part of the community over there that we would love to have you be a part of it and you know by all means help us out and you know if you're watching on youtube subscribe basically it just lets youtube and the algorithm know that hey people enjoy this content which helps us get out in front of more people we're not making any money off of this podcast. We're just trying to educate, bring value to your lives, help open up your eyes to different topics. Uh, maybe you wanted to hear about the topic. Maybe you just wanted to be entertained, (laughs) (laughs) but, but either way, thank you guys for your time and your attention. You know, we appreciate you spending the last, you know, 30 plus minutes with us. Uh, but with that being said, Jimmy, do you have anything else you want to add? Peace. See you guys. Hope to see you on the next episode.